Hello everybody and welcome to Seek Parenting. Part three. Part three, episode three. So we were talking about marriage, weren't we, and our Ananda College and how we met. Yeah. In episode two. And what are we doing now? Oh yeah, first of all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to us from. Thank you for tuning in. So where were we at? challenges after ma- after our another garage well, i said my little piece didn't i i think yeah looking back so what we what were your ch- challenges so um well i've set you up there i've said um you know about me a little bit from the previous one so yeah you can start with that what yeah. you, what you expected from me yeah i think you know you get married and you put so much into your wedding day and then you have like I think a lot of people don't really think about what life's going to be like afterwards and I think that's why spirituality quite can help you quite a lot if you're both very spiritual minded because you do want to think about well how am I going to live a spiritual life with this person what were the danger that can happen when you think about too much of what's going to happen afterwards not that you should not is that you can have just set yourself up to have quite high expectations or have just generally have quite a lot of expectations of what you think you know life's going to look like so for me I was going from a house that um you know there wasn't really a lot of like faith in I mean there was faith but there wasn't a lot of like you know Siki wasn't practiced in the house and I was going to go into a house where Siki was really practiced and I was like looking forward to going to the Gurdwara and doing loads of seva and you know I'm going to be I've married someone who's you know very spiritual and wants to live on the um you know kind of follow the same path as me so I had all these expectation of what life was going to be like but it just didn't work out that way unfortunately um you know not everybody in the house was um practicing and you know that was a challenge <clears throat> And, you know, when we used to get up early in the morning, it used to disturb people. And, um, you know, life with in-laws is really hard. And the the hardest thing, I think, for me was that... And I guess it was like a... It was actually a bad thing I was doing to myself was I used to literally just sit in our room at your mum and dad's house and I used to literally just cry and think about... I've just come from a house where there was just I was loved so much and I've come into a house where I just I'm not loved apart from from you really and that mm. was just the hardest and I kind of feel that that was making me go down like even like a going further and further down because I kept on looking back in the past and saying well I was like it was like that then and now it's like this which wasn't allowing me to accept what was happening because I think once you be- can accept something then you can move past it but I wasn't able to move past it because I kept on looking back. Yeah. So, and that was a real big challenge for you as well because, um, you know, you weren't, we were happy, we were so happy together, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely. But then... But I, I was thinking um, in terms of, like, you know, um, my setup hadn't changed, right? You yeah. had just come in and it had added to it, so to speak. Mm. Um, and, and I was wondering, like, you know, because I didn't know really what it was like for someone to move away from everything that they'd ever known and come and live in a total separate environment with strangers. Mm. Because although they were my family, that you were still getting to know everybody. Mm. And, you know, 
your your ways you had to adapt yeah you um, have to give up yeah exactly you have to, you have to literally give up everything to go in it's like what you've done before doesn't exist yeah. um it's like going somewhere you know maybe totally new to work which is quite dominating mm. and you have to you know all your previous experience doesn't exist until you reform to the ways of the new place really mm. and but for me i was like i couldn't work out why you were not um the way that you were before because i was expecting you to to be like that yeah you expected um, me to be happy and yeah I, I was like i couldn't work out why you know what had happened um because I couldn't look at all the other things. I couldn't see those things at the time. Mm. Um, so that so that was quite challenging. Yeah, and it and it's amazing because like when when you go and like when I've been out now and I've done camps and and you know met with other Bibia and they tell you about the the issues that they have with their in laws and you know moving in and the challenges that they've faced. And I just think to myself, oh my God, like I was all that time, I thought I was alone going through this. I just wasn't alone. Um, but, you know, there's so many women out there who are, who are struggling when they're living with their in-laws and, and it's a shame and it's just, it's not, not necessarily anyone's fault all the time. Um, you know, sometimes it is, you know, sometimes the girl is just not willing to adapt. Um, she's not willing to compromise and sometimes it's the the parents who are not willing to or sometimes it's sisters or brothers or even sister-in-laws who are other uh, sister-in-laws who are living in the house so there's all these different kinds of and people have got their own different reasons as well but I think the the, the thing that it always always comes down to is just all about ego isn't it and I think that it's a lot can happen very quickly and it's hard to going back from things that are said and done and especially in the heat of the moment and uh, what we're living in but also something that um i picked up on now where i've heard people talking about it is that when you're brand new and you're newlyweds and you don't know each other that well you're still building um a bond and you're still working on things at that time you're not that strong you're not a unit at that moment that was the most challenging thing for me i'm glad that you've touched on that because for me we like we had said in episode two we didn't date we didn't go out we didn't get to know each other um on a personal level when we used to talk to each other we used to talk to each other about sikki we were we never i never i didn't even know what favorite color you i didn't even know what your favorite color was what food you ate i didn't know anything about you um i just i just knew about um kind of like sicky stuff when it came which i i know is the main thing but um you know i just feel that um we were we only started getting to know each other the day after we got married yeah so when that was also a good thing as well though because, it was brilliant yeah it was brilliant because then life starts there you know because i i do see like even people in my own family you know before, before they've got married they've they've gone over and they've seen the whole world together done everything yeah so what is there to do i mean after a while you just kind of you do hear it people saying that the spark's gone because they don't know what to do with each other to like reignite it or take it to another level because they've already seen and done everything together yeah yeah, it's so true like you know like i said in my own family i've like had like some of my family say to me you know it's just not working out and things like that and you know i've said to them it's you know you've you you done everything before you got married. You like you've mm-hmm. gone out. You've you've seen the world together. You've done all this stuff, you know. So it's like, um, you know, 
at the end of the day it's each to their own really but for us it kind of was it was a it was a great thing it probably could have been better if we were supported a bit more in terms of yes we've just got married we are getting to know each other but we weren't really getting to know each other it wasn't a real environment to get each to know each other because getting to know each other is about talking to each other and you know being in the, going on holiday together and and learning about each other in different environments but here we were trying to do that but then we had all this other pressure from you know family around us who you know like I was really unhappy that was making you really unhappy you had family talking to you in in one way saying things to you and then I was just like not really happy I was going to work and coming home and literally it was just it was really really challenging to get to know each other but we did manage to do it I think um through that turmoil yeah I mean like I said, we were finding new things out about each other all the time. And he said getting to know each other and finding out all these things that we didn't know. Um, but like I said, emphasising on that unit, we were not that unit at that point. And that's why external factors are able to um, kind of, you know, have their influence over you because you don't know each other that well. Mm. Um and the it, advice that I really, really want to give to, like, any of the Bibia out there, or the any of the sisters out there who are listening, um, if you're if you're living um in the family home with your husband and his parents, and you are going through some challenges, are a couple of things that I've just really wanted to say, which is what I usually say when we do camps and stuff, is one, um, try your best to always compromise. I'm not saying compromise who you are. I'm just saying compromise on things as opposed... But don't compromise on your sikki. Um, I definitely would say to you... Um, I'm, I like to think of myself as an open book. I've come from a household. My parents and my all my dad's brothers, we've always done it. Family meeting when there's any issue. So clear communication. Try and sit down and have clear, open, positive dialogue um, to try and clear up any kind of issues that are happening don't do anything like your husband to pass a message or your your you know so anything like that just speak very very directly all together as a family um and the other thing i was going to say is that you just have to try your best to accept what is if you have a situation where you are going to be staying in that situation and you're not going to be able to get away from that you need to try and accept the situation that you're in because as soon as you do that you can then be able to move past it and you get stronger from it. You really, really do. Um, and also, um, I always, you know, I remember a, an amazing Gursik said to Gurpreet Singh once um, when we were going through these issues, your wife is not a doormat. So it's really important to remember that you are not a doormat. You are an important member of that family and you... Um, uh, you know, must remember that, you know, with respect, you can always tell somebody how you feel and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but, you know, try your best to bring as much positivity as you can in in hard times. Yeah, I mean, from, from the other side, just that you touching on that, it's, uh, it's quite a delicate situation as well because we're always told um, and obviously our faith and within all of that 
the respect for elders is massive and that is paramount for some people over anything they won't see anything else other than doing that so that is something that's in the forefront of all our minds that's embedded in us especially our generation maybe unfortunately that's getting less and less as 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 society evolves but it's embedded in us that we must have that um that respect and then sometimes that you know we we can make the wrong decisions according to that um because that's all we can see we can't see any anything else other than that and um you try and you're trying to maybe say please everybody rather than doing the right thing um and and that's not a reality and you you really find that out and you find that out quickly that you're in a situation where you can't you can't please everyone and you're going to have to you're going to have to do the right thing mm. and that's not an easy thing to do and <clears throat> in your situation that was having to move out yeah absolutely um but now knowing that we felt that we gave it our best shot and then that that was an option for us um at the time and we we exercised that option and you know i think now looking back at it maybe it was not the right thing to do as in us um giving that a go and having that set up from day one um but obviously we we didn't know each other that well and we decided that we were going to um live at my house um from the start so we just went with that right but now a lot of people they they don't live um with, the with, with their in-laws they they, just... they move out straight away yeah. um but then um you know what we experience has made us who we are today yeah, i 100% um, agree it was hard i mean the, i think the, the the most challenging thing for me out of all of that was that I got married as a very, very strong, confident person and I went into that situation and over those, you know, those eight months or something of experiencing, you know, that I kind of become this completely introverted, you know, insecure, down... Which is why I couldn't, I couldn't work out, like, obviously I knew what was going on, we, you know, the problems and stuff like that and the pressures and influences and things but I was I still expected you to be so strong which is not was very naive of me Mm. looking back um but I was like what's happening to you because you as you described yourself that's exactly who I thought I was marrying that was again that was my expectation Mm. that no matter what you should be like that yeah um, and and I think yeah so just saying that, that you know that was my challenge I had to get myself back to being strong and independent and you know secure not that I'm completely secure who is these days but um you know a securer um individual and um and we were able to do that right and I think that Guruji sent us Mansimakor very mm-hmm. quickly so we got pregnant really quickly and that was just it was just like a sign from God, wasn't it? Really, just to say, it was a small house anyway. We weren't going to be able to fit there with a baby, so moving out just. You had to, yeah. We we were our hand was forced, right? Yeah. In a way, you could say. Yeah. That we had to, we had to change our um, living arrangements. Yeah, and it, I think after that we just started to build ourselves up again, didn't we? Yeah. And get to know each other in in a 
in an environment that took us a time because um, it wasn't like we moved out and then everything was absolutely beautiful. It was, I was still holding on to so much of the pain that I had experienced. Yeah. And, and I was taking that out on you now. Yeah, and, and physically, like, you know, we had to build our home as well because yeah. we didn't move into a ready-made house. We yeah. had to, yeah. you know, we spent a lot of money doing that up and that had and financial, financial implications as well um, and stresses. And like you said, yeah, you, you was pregnant as well and not in the best of health yeah. um, as well. So It was a hard pregnancy. So And, and that was all totally again that was so new for us as well and like from from my point of view I was just learning how to you know become a man and be a husband and and change all these things about me and all of a sudden now I'm having to adapt to being a father mm-hmm. um, and all this had happened from from meeting you um, you know what a year and a half before that or something and or I never expected any of this like to it just happened so fast yeah really fast that you don't even reflect on it it's just <clears throat> as it's coming it's just happening yeah but when you talk about it now looking back you like you realize that so much actually happened within like you know not even two years mm. that's crazy so, you know, having issues with your in-laws is just a reality, isn't it? And it's not just in our culture, it's just in all cultures. Yeah. You know, and and I've seen it, like, you know, like friends at work who, who are not Punjabi or Asian and, you know, they have issues with their in-laws, everybody, everybody does. And it's just because it's just, I don't even know why it is, but, uh, you know, I really do believe it's just because of our egos. We just, we just don't want to give up. We just think that we are right. There's not yeah. that kind no one, of no one's in the heat at the moment in those times. No, everyone seems to be in it for themselves, and no one wants to give an inch. Mm. Uh, and looking back, you can always look at your own self and see maybe you could have done X, Y, and Z at the time, or acted a bit differently at the time. But I think you know, as time goes on, most people are kind of happy with the outcome of their choices and yeah. and how how it works certainly talking from our experience that's the best thing that could have happened that did happen and you know why do you think i'm going to set up why do you think i think it was the best thing to happen for you well because uh, then i had to stand on my own two feet like literally had to stand on my own two feet yeah and had to become the man of my own house yeah and had to you know and that that took a long time yeah. because you know i was very i was very lazy and not consistent with things you were very money coddled though as well yeah because i i'd had every everything we do you know my my mum obviously you know she was um a housewife um so a lot of things were were just just done at home and you just like you know you don't even say anything and you know everything is is there for you domestically yeah what was the most um what was the most challenging thing that you had to kind of do by yourself or adapt to still now when you make wash the dishes (laughs) (laughs) wash the dishes (laughs) yeah still even though we've got dishwasher it's good but um yeah i guess that but it's just uh, just a routine of doing anything like consistently whether it's putting the rubbish out on bin night or anything like whatever it was it doesn't not necessarily what it is it's it's the fact that you've got a routine of doing things that 
push you out of your comfort zone that you've not done before mm. and then all of a sudden have to start doing them on a regular basis and if you don't do them there's implications yeah um so yeah it's not necessarily what it is it's that fact that you are and you, sometimes you can feel forced into that as well yeah um because again it's not something that you're expecting to ha- to happen to you but you're having to you're having to do it because there's no one else to do it yeah so there's all these so you we moved out we're pregnant there's all these plates juggling around yeah and one of the biggest one which was still i i believe really really started to happen now was building a relationship together we really yeah. started to get to know each other more when we moved out and and that was because it was I, th- I don't know if that was really fair because on you because you were still kind of getting to know it yourself yeah wasn't you but yeah we just started to but what what do you think why do you think what well, we were successful in kind of getting to know each other and learning about each other and um i think because um well we we developed that that best friend kind of um relationship yeah um and i remember we just always look forward to like the weekend like that we was going to be in each other's company yeah and uh like you know we're going to have like a geed then or something yeah and even like you know like you said we we didn't have that time before and stuff like that but we just started you know whether it's watching our favorite tv program together or something like that or you know just just getting to know each other and um finding out the things that we like about each other and the things that we don't like about each other like you know like cooking and things like that and you getting me um out of my comfort zone and me um taking on the things that you were saying about me and trying to improve myself and and me kind of realizing that you're doing it for the greater good mm. rather than pointing out faults mm. at me and always giving feedback about things the reason why i was doing that was because i could see that you had come from a place where everything was done for you and i didn't want to be in a situation with you where i had allowed you to continue to have everything done for you and then i get myself in a situation knowing that i was pregnant where you're going to be stuck and wouldn't know how to do something for Mm. yourself because i'm not there anymore so I was always thinking to myself, he needs to know how to iron a shirt. He needs to know how to be able to do this. He needs to know how to get look after the baby. He needs to... Because if something happens, I don't want him to be like, I don't know what to do here. Or if something happened to me and I needed you to look after me, I didn't want you to be like, I don't know how to look after you. Well, you said that because you had spoken about sort of elders in, in families where you'd seen where all of a sudden the the mum can't do something and you know maybe has to go to the hospital for a minor operation or something like that and then all of a sudden the dad in the house can't cook he can't do anything and all of a sudden the house comes to a halt yeah and you said there's no way you said you was adamant that there's no way that that is happening in our house yeah so i had to set that i had i I had that in my mind that i needed to basically be setting that from day one Mm. that you know teaching you how to do things and and i was really lucky that i had a sing like you because some of the some things will be like I I'm not interested don't want to hear it but you were like no I want to learn I want to better myself but I spent I, quite I, a lot of time with dad as well on how to do the car and certain things but you know I I started to enjoy 
doing things as well which was i hadn't expected either like you know just even anything like just like i'm ironing my own shirt and things like that i started to enjoy doing things for myself i enjoyed cooking all of a sudden mm. which i'd never in like i i thought i would never have thought that before oh you know what? i just remembered do you remember when we used to have um one month you used to we used to do date night every month yeah. And one month you used to be in charge. One month That's I used right, to be yeah, in charge. True, yeah. And when it was one of your months when you were in charge yeah, and you didn't have that much money because it wasn't payday yet, so yeah. you decided to cook a meal at home. And yeah, yeah. I, I used the wok and all that for the first time. And God knows, I'd never even done anything like that. It was a Chinese meal or something. I can't even no, you made that. pasta. No, no, I made something, I remember. No, you made pasta. Because remember then I found out afterwards that you had rang my sister. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> To yeah, say, yeah, have yeah. I done this right? Have I done this yeah, right? Yeah, Chinese was a different month. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Like, even boiling pasta. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how long do I do it for? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy now. Brilliant. about that. It's brilliant. It's brilliant memories. It really yeah, is. I've forgotten about that. So what happens when... So we had really good... So we're saying that we, you know, it's clear that we had really good communication and that's how we got yeah. to know each other and we were willing to compromise and, you know, the love was growing and, you know, baby was growing. <laughs> yeah. So... And our house was growing. So there was all these really positive things happening. So so what what happens when when the communication comes to a halt loss of communication can be a natural progression so it's important that we acknowledge um, the signs of that Mm. and some of those signs we just didn't see them coming did we no absolutely so it's about five years on to our marriage wasn't it five years i'd say yeah yeah and some of those signs were we weren't really spending that much time together yeah um work life was really busy we weren't talking to each other yeah we weren't spending time with each other i was um involved in uh cause corner server which yeah. which had taken off very successfully with yeah, and i was and i was in support of that yeah but i didn't really know what logistically what it meant for yeah. us like in the future yeah i think that the the success of cause corner and not knowing how much demand that we would be in having yeah. to go from town to town and doing these talks and doing camps and things like that it just really really just we just we just didn't see each other did we yeah. and then it caused me to have a lot of like illnesses because i was literally working five days a week away i would literally go to i would go to work with my banana on the friday and then I would jump on a train on Friday. I would be gone and then come back late on a Sunday. Mm. I wouldn't see you, wouldn't see Mansima. You would be looking after Mansima Kaur. Yeah, I can't even, I can't even, to be honest, I can't even remember that now. I was in like looking after Mansima, but obviously it was, it was just the two of us. I remember um, one thing, I'll tell you that now. I remember you saying to me one time, you haven't given her a bath in three months. As in, like, we did give her a bath, but he was doing it. <laughs> yeah, just put <laughs> But it's just like, there. as a mother, I hadn't given her a physical bath because I just hadn't been around to do it. I was just away doing Cause Corner Seva for that, for that long. And Cause Corner Seva lasted about 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so so this, this natural progression that we're talking about of not having a breakdown coming, looming over us 
was was over a, a space of about eighteen months, wasn't it? Yeah, it'd been coming. I guess we had we had I guess we had spoken about some things that we kind of noticed that were we kind of needed to sort out, but I guess it never really like sort of manifested in, into anything seriously. And then, like you said, things took off with uh, what you were doing, and you know I was in full support of what you were doing because you were talking to me about um the need out there the response out there and um the you know how people had really taken to it and i was totally on board with that obviously but i didn't really know what it meant for us mm. and as time went on it kind of became like you know st- stepping into the unknown yeah um and because we lived we lived so south in the country everything is like three hours away yeah <laughs> everywhere you were going was like you know really far away and i could see um the um the the toll it had taken on you physically mm. um and obviously you knew that but you weren't able to let on to me about it because you had to still carry on with doing what you were doing yeah because at the um, time there just yeah, wasn't anyone else exactly and and i had and, you know, you know that I did try to get people to take on the Seva, um, but just no one was up for doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you had to, you had to run, you had to run with it. Um, but it's, yeah, looking back at it now, there's, there's so many things that you, you forget about, um, and you're not, you know, we, we hadn't spoken about, um, this really because everything had you know just happened and become so busy mm. all of a sudden um that you know i you're telling me now that that i said that but i can't even remember that because it was just as as what lo- life had become like that yeah and it was crazy that because we're talking about for everybody who's listening um we we should tell you that if about 5 5 years into our marriage um, you know, there was a time that we kind of just looked at each other and were like, we don't want to be with each other anymore because we just don't know how to. And yeah. it was be- and it was because of this loss of communication, this loss of um, spending time together. Our foundations, our foundation had always been sicky. And even though I was going off and doing a lot of seva, you know, our sicky together was zero was not strong i mean we then we when we looked back then we were thinking when was the last time we did eras together when was the mm. last time we did amasvella together when was the last time we did anything sikhi related together um nothing really was there everything was separate yeah and that's everything why everything you was doing was outside of the house we didn't really do a lot in the house together at and all. that's why it was just so important that's why now we realize it's so important that we as a as a couple it's so important to be um spending time together and doing sikhi you yeah. know kind of rebuilding yourself spiritually together and it was a really really hard time wasn't it yeah absolutely because even now when we, we even mentioned the word divorce didn't we at one point and yeah. we don't even believe in divorce um because the the thing is what what happens is there's and and now when we've spoken to other couples about what we've went through and things like that you realize that so many people that you see from the outside they look like perfect couples and they they'll tell you oh we've been through these times as well and you know there was a time where you know it was touch and go with us mm. and we're like really 
Like, because you'd never think that. Yeah, and that's and why... The same like, goes for us. Yeah, and I've always... And I, well, after we kind of got over it and we've built ourselves up and with Guruji's Kirpa, we have worked very, very hard and had... I'm sure many Gursikhs have done their das for us and for our marriage. And, you know, Guruji has done an immense Kirpa on us to make us strong again. Um, We've been okay. I've said to you, I we need to be talking to people about this, what we've gone through because we, you know, and we do, we have spoken to a few people who have gone through turmoil themselves because we want them to know that you can get through the worst of the worst and, and become stronger on the other side. It is absolutely 100% possible. Um, and, and it is really, really heartbreaking for us when we see couples who decide to go their separate ways and there isn't really anything really in it isn't we feel that don't we when we've kind of spoken to them about their issues because when we look at ourselves and our experience there wasn't really anything in it yeah but at the time it's hard because um now reflecting on it like i'd built such a sort of exterior like thick skin that no matter what you were saying, it was not resonating with me. It wasn't getting in. Mm. I wasn't allowing it to get in because I got myself into such a mental state that uh, that this is how it is now. Mm. I'd become resentful to you. Mm. And there was like nothing you could say that could change that. And this is something that you found quite difficult to understand because you felt that you'd done nothing wrong. Yeah. So for a long time, I was thinking, this is all on him. He's doing this. He's the one who's saying he wants a divorce. He's the one who wants out. Um, you know, I just was thinking to myself, I've not done enough. I'm the victim in this. And it took me speaking to a Gurusik that we're quite close with, where I was just... Re- so one thing everybody should know about Gurbreed and I is that we, we're not scared to tell people what we're going through. Because if it's going to save us, then we'll tell the whole world. It's not about saving face. So we were really open about speaking to Gurusikhs, weren't we? And yeah. going to the Panjabiade and whatever it was going to take to save our situation, regardless of what it is. Don't care what anyone thinks. Don't care what people are thinking about us. Even now, right now, everyone's listening. I don't really care. At the end, of, but I'm telling the reason why we decided we want to talk about this on this open forum is because we want people to know that you can get through hard times. Yeah. Um, so I went to this Gurusikh revealed everything this is what's going on he's doing this to me he's doing that to me and he literally this gorsik said to me how come this is all about him you know what have um what what you know where what's you what have you been doing like what you you must have a hand to play in this and i at first i was like huh kind of thing i was like no i haven't done anything and then he kind of said to me it must be hard having you be away all the time doing calls corner Seva. and I was just like oh my gosh like we haven't spent any time together I'm going away I'm doing all this and but you know obviously it took me a while because I was thinking to myself is Seva what's the issue if I'm away you know so yeah. it was that for a long time and then I wasn't looking after my body so it was just like because I wasn't looking after my body, that means I was getting sick all the time. So when we all were spending time together, it was literally you looking after me. And I was getting frustrated by that. Yeah, because you were like, look especially, after yourself. Especially when we went, when we did have time together, we went away uh, for our fifth anniversary to Paris. Mm. I remember that. And you were just sick the whole time. And I was like, like, you know, selfish of me. I know, obviously, you know, you were not well. And 
I should have, you know, been more accommodating to that. But I was like, we've hardly spent any time together because you're, you know, doing X, Y, and Z, which is for a good reason. But then now we have got time together and you're just ill. Yeah. Like this whole time. Stuck and in it, a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this, but then again, I'd accepted it. This is how it is now. Yeah. And I'd got myself like into such a position where, like I said, there was nothing that you could say that would change anything. I was like, this is how it is now. And I had that chip on my shoulder as well mm. that, that I'm not going to try to change it because mm. this is how it is now and this is how I am and this is how you are. Yeah. Which is why we started to contemplate living separate lives because I was like, this is what she's doing now and I'm just like this now and I had accepted it. Mm. But I think um, what was what was the save what was the what was the one thing that was keep kept on pushing to let's just do it well you were just like you know no matter how how long or you know how how long we sit for or whatever we need to start to get up in the mornings together yeah and even if we sit for like you would force it that we've got to sit together and, and do something like for our spirituality for our marriage yeah i was like six minutes let's just do simran for six minutes and also i was just kept on reminding you about um you know there's been so much divine intervention in us coming together you know mm-hmm. how our pa- fathers knew each other how we went to college together how we went away and we're away from sikki and we've come back together and we're in sikki it's like this is this is things lifetimes this this connection so it's not something we could get rid of and then and and that made sense to you as well yeah and the th- the thing is the thing is for me um no matter uh what position i found myself in i i could never fault you deep down i knew that um you'd always been there for me and would had always inspired me and that um i could always trust you because you'd never done anything in that 5 years that had make me had made me not trust you you'd not done anything to make me doubt you so deep down no matter what position we were in that was still in the back of my mind and that was holding me in place yeah still even though it didn't seem like that at the time yeah and and we and i was booking lots of holidays as well like i was just like we went and stayed at hampton court and and all sorts of things and well i think we should mention the fact that you you're talking about booking holidays that they were in the uk because we were moving house at the time yeah so we couldn't go abroad yeah and and that in itself was one of the most we know anyway now everyone knows it moving house is one of the most stressful things you can ever do and we was in a in a chain of five five six pe- six, people, was six people and the person who we had to um sell in order to buy and the person who was going to buy the place that i was selling literally was going to pull out of it and we you had to literally beg her to go through with it because no i threatened her if we yeah (laughs) yeah whatever you needed to do um in order to get us over the line because if we had we'd already moved out of our house we were living with your parents on Mm. and our place was on rent so we it would have been an absolute disaster had that fallen through and what had turned out to be me getting the dream home for us the place that you wanted to live in as soon as we saw it we knew that this is a place we want to live in it turned out to be a nightmare yeah it it was meant to be a dream but at that point it was an absolute nightmare and i 
I was sick of it and I felt like I didn't even want to move there I anymore. Know, I know. Which was I, horrible. And I kept on thinking to myself, I, I want I was booking like let's go to stay in Hampton Court for a weekend, let's go and stay here for a weekend. Like I was trying to get you out of the environment where you were feeling really stuffy and like with not moving and the chain's not moving and nothing's happening. Um so you so you could experience us and obviously Mansimma, she was only three at the time or whatever, experience all of us as us in yeah. a new environment and I think I really do believe all these things really did help so you know trying to do a little bit of Simran together um, being out of our own environments as well as we went to the Banjbiada didn't we mm. we went to the Banjbiada who said exactly what we knew that because of our spiritual breakdown uh, between lack one of routine your lack of routine and spiritual breakdown within with one another we you know have lost our connection and and love or i don't think the love ever went but you know that all this got broken down and that we needed to build that back up and they asked us to do that over a space of six months yeah. so over that six months and and we could have just get about when we went back to to meet the bunch again we were pregnant well yeah things started to to improve and um, when we did, you know, eventually get the keys to our new house, you know, it was difficult at first because we were dealing with so much. I had, you know, gone from being the sort of the master of my own home to uh, living in a room at your parents' house. Um, and obviously, you know how much I love your parents and I get on great with my in-laws, but living in, in a room and they really tried to accommodate me. Um, but losing that routine really was i i could not have said that it would have had that much effect on me personally mm. i felt like i lost everything when i lost my routine mm. um and then going back into our own house uh, now a brand new one and having to build that up slowly it was really difficult um to do all of a sudden but then you know when we started you know getting there eventually and, and moving in and getting things and then I mentioned this not long ago to to someone about um the real sort of pivotal moment um when um you know obviously when you you get a new house you um invite people around um you know friends family and you know you have a blessing um sukhumni saibad um so for, for peace of the house and everything like that um so so that's what happened to us um we thought yeah now we we've got to do something um and we brought um Guru Granth Sahib Ji um to our house, um and um you know that that was amazing because um we had a conservatory and this is where um Guruji was um Prakash um and in place in the conservatory and we were in the living room and we could the, the there were patio doors so you can see through obviously in the conservatory and we spent that night the three of us and we slept there and we could just see Guruji and Guruji was like in the next room mm. and like that was like one of the most amazing nights of our lives yeah. and and that really changed everything yeah as soon as Guruji came us. in the house it was that amazing. really changed everything um and from that point then obviously we found out that we were we was pregnant at the time we didn't know yeah uh, then like a you know a few weeks later it was confirmed that you was obviously expecting um with Gurleen. Um and then then again that that's another thing that took us to another level mm -hmm. after that. But these 
these challenges in marriages they do happen they're very real but what we should remember is that we've got to have faith in our anandgarage and in each other and that we can get through these hard times there's always a way i know you know i i don't i don't personally believe in divorce myself unless you know kind of someone's life's in danger or you know there's some sort of extenuating circumstance yeah extenuating circumstance but these kinds of things that we're talking about that's happened between us and and we've experienced with other gursiks who have had hard times and got through it it just shows you that it is possible because i don't know i just feel like i just after that have appreciated you and marriage as a whole just so much more yeah. um and my seva as as a mother and my seva as a wife so much more and and a spiritual partner as well and the other thing is your on a personal level your your empathy it goes like through the roof because when you experience something like we've experienced and other people have you realize that people they they do go through these things in, mm. in it's, it's real it does happen yeah. so you have that empathy with them you've been in their shoes you know what it's like you know maybe you know what options they do have or they what decisions they do make and that does help you um relate to other people that go through hard times yeah um so it it does change you and when you've been through those things you actually realize how strong you are and from my personal experience going through these hard times in our marriage um it actually made me realize how strong i am and now when i look back obviously you know i i wouldn't have wanted to go through those bad times and, and and what have you um but going through them i really feel so strong now that i feel that i can do anything because i've been through that and when i when i hear of other people's experiences and the tough times they've been through and what they've come through, come through i look at them and i say to them that you've been through that literally you can do anything so true um because once you once you hit those levels and you've realized that that power is within you then you can transform that anywhere and you can, you can do anything with it mm. that's really true really powerful so challenges of marriage really it's an ongoing battle isn't it yeah i mean it, i guess it's a a thing you need to remind yourself and this, you need to have those trigger points where you you realize that if you're getting into those same habits again you're able to get out of it but also it's about one individual inspiring another and making them realize and having that faith in them that you're not just going to give up when you have a hard time cuz you know what's to say that we don't get hard times again or whatever then you know one is got to be stronger than the other to make them realize that this is actually worth it and not worth giving up on mm. um especially in sikki as well that like when we're seeing um unfortunately marriage breakdowns and things like that and obviously situations are really delicate and complicated these days but when we have our anand garage when we get married in the presence of guru granth sahib ji we're also getting married um in front of the sangat the congregation and we're making that promise in front of them as well um but also it's a case of 
it's not as simple as just giving up and then starting new again and then you know what happens if you get problems again you know are you just going to give up you're going to keep on giving up all the time um you know we're only talking from our own experiences here um and and what we've been through and it's not it's not one size fits all it's not black and white we know that we know that as well now especially from from the things that that we've been through um but it's just about knowing that you can can get through these things how about um some of the things that we do to keep keep the marriage strong so for example um you know we talked about some of the challenges that we've had and what have we learned from those and ha- which have allowed us to ensure that we're constantly working hard on our marriage because marriage is hard work some people think that is you just get this piece of paper and then that's it but it's not it's that's not the case you need to work at your marriage regularly um daily every minute to keep it strong just like your relationship with god it's one thing i've always said is that a marriage to your husband is should um, to your partner husband or wife it could potentially be your practice um marriage to god if you can swallow mm. your ego with your partner you should be able to you it, it's good practice for swallowing your ego when it comes to building up your faith with and and your relationship with idol yeah well just to add as well like two things that really were a game changer for us is um not making assumptions and not taking things personal yeah they were absolutely, absolutely huge like revelations for us when we when we realized what we were doing all that time and all all the things that we we done and the time we wasted through making assumptions and just taking things personal all the time rather than looking at the facts of a situation and looking at one's intentions and all kinds of things like that we just went we could have been in a totally different place mm. but we went through that and now we're it's not an overnight thing you can't just stop making assumptions you can't just stop taking things personal but as long as you are aware of these things you can be working on them continuously together and you know raising it with each other when these things are going on yeah that's so, um, i'm so glad that you mentioned that because so this book um we we my boss um stroke friend she's not my boss anymore um she suggested that i read this book for for myself to help me with my leadership skills um when i was going to become a manager uh, it's called the four agreements and i gave it to, i read it and i loved it it was so it was so in sync with sikia couldn't believe it oh, by the way everybody we do have a guest on the show today mr gorbin singh has joined us as you can hear him um yeah so uh Mr Gorbinson 8 months old by the way. <laughs> and so we so I read the book and I absolutely loved it. It's telling God breathe about it. He's like I want to read it. So he started reading it. I listened to it on YouTube. Oh did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Good. And um yeah, so that really changed us. So it's about four agreements. Don't make assumptions. Um don't yeah. take anything personal, positive or negative. Um be impeccable with your word and always uh, try your best. Always try your best. And these four agreements just changed our marriage, didn't they? 
It just yeah, changed all it. our relationships. Yeah, because Kiki's in line with all of that, mm. you know, so... It was amazing how that just really helped. So I would rec- definitely recommend that as a read or a listen, if you would like. Um, and then, um, you know, we we have regular date nights, don't we? Yeah. and, and No we, kids. Yeah, yeah, just to spend that time with each other, like talking about things that are important. And we say that we're not going to talk about the kids, yeah, well, even we, though that is yeah. important. <laughs> well, well, we do start off talking about the kids. Most and of then the time, we have to consciously say, just... let's not talk about the kids. Yeah, and we just, um, yeah, I mean, it's also easy to talk about, like, you know, the house and other bits and pieces in that time. Um, but we need to know that we need to separate ourselves because we've got that time, that quality time together and, and use it for, you know, planning things for the future and even even that to be big things to be small things like you know how how was your day what have you done today and you know what have your interactions been what things have you noticed yeah absolutely so there's lots of different things and i'm sure everybody out there's got lots of different kind of routines that they follow and they do that help them to ensure that they're keeping strong in their um, marriage and their communication but whatever you are doing just make sure you know you, you you make that a priority and you keep yourselves strong and and connected to one another in any way you can and one last thing to mention as well that we both read the lava the Bart every day oh yeah uh, and that's like well you know it could be like why would you think that you would do that like you know you've got married already why why do you need to read that every day but that's actually such a like really short barney that you can literally read in a few minutes and even if you don't want to read it you can listen to it on things like soundcloud for a few minutes Mm. and you will find the benefits of listening to this every day it will remind you of the promises that you made and not only the promises you made that day but the promises that you have with Vaiguru and the spiritual progression the journey through those four stages of spirituality mm. that that you'll remind yourself daily of those and it and without a doubt it will help you in your marriage yeah definitely so coming to an end should we should we end on a positive and talk yeah. about some of the beauty of marriage yeah so just this is this is a bit where you tell me how wonderful it is being married to me by the way Oh, you've already said that now, so. <laughs> you've said that, you've made assumptions there. And I'm not going to take anything personal. Okay, you'll try not to, yeah. But what What are your accept- expectations? What are my expectations of yeah, what? Of, of what I'm going to say about the beauty of marriage. Do you have any expectations? I don't, actually. Okay. I, I was just thinking I actually don't. No, I mean, for me, obviously, it's... Things like, you know, well, like I said, we 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 develop that um, ground of believing that and knowing that we are best friends. Yeah. So that is really important. Um, and just to add in as well. You're my bird. Just to add in as well, that's something that, you know, during the hard times that where I couldn't see it, you were reminding me of that all the time that this is what we are Mm. and that did help in the long run um so yeah that that for me that is the beauty of it that you also like that and you share in your your same visions and your same goals and work towards them together collectively it's not that this is separate this is mine and this is yours yeah um 
that for me is the beauty of our marriage yeah. where we really try to you know share things with each other and but that again that doesn't happen overnight that's something that has to, we have to work on mm. you know talking about something such a small thing as money yeah it can be as that this is my money and this is your money and things like that whereas no you know we've we've had a you know joint account from day one where we've you know shared that responsibility um and things like that how about you what do you think i feel like you've kind of just said everything okay <laughs> but i got in there first yeah no literally you've just kind of like said everything um you've said everything but you've said it in a nutshell so but if i was to be dig a bit more deeper i think for me um the beauty of our marriage um has to be the fact that we're really lucky to have found each other when we found each other and be so like in line in terms of what we want spiritually because a lot of people like I've met so many I've met so many people where the Singh wants to embrace Sikhi but his wife's not ready or the wife um wants to embrace Sikhi but the Singh's not ready and you know they just they don't have that and I, we were really really lucky that we just ended up at the same Amrit and Jar together and that we were able to take you know our lives forward in that in that way um so from a from a spiritual perspective there's that and then from a worldly perspective i think it's the fact that um uh, mr gorbin thing you want to talk on my behalf um i think from a worldly perspective i think it's just i just really enjoy hanging out with you you make yeah. me laugh that's good. It's something really small, but you do make me laugh. Um, he, he, he agrees with you. <laughs> so we've come to the end of another episode. And next time, we're going to be talking to you guys about becoming parents. And all the preparation that goes with that. The actual birth itself and... And the challenges that come after that, we're going to be really open and honest with you, um, as we have been so far. Um, so we really hope that you can relate to those experiences yourself and, and join us as we go into that journey with you. Thank you for listening. Take care now. Bye, Gujika Khalsa. Bye, Gujika Khalsa.